0: everybody, and welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host. Today we have Joel Osteen and Victoria, and they're being interviewed on TBN, and they're talking about creating your destiny. Basically, if you have a family line of, you know, sin or sinful nature or alcoholism or drug abuse or, you know, whatever it might be, they're talking today about how you need to be the one to create the legacy. You need to be the one to break that addiction. You need to be the one to break that habit that generational curse. Instead of a generational curse, make it a generational blessing after that to, to honor God with your life, to, to live the legacy. To And I love what he said, to leave a legacy of faith because I want my kids to look at me and say, she believed God and she stood in faith And my mom went for the dreams and went for the calling that God had on her life. I don't want them to remember me and say, oh, she had these great dreams, but she just continued to play it safe and didn't do what you know she really felt called to do because she was so worried about things and just couldn't make her mind up. No, I want my kids to know and to have that legacy of faith in them, to watch me live the dream that God has called me to dream and to do. Here's Joel and Victoria.
1: What words to the people that Don't come from the same kind of backgrounds that we've had and are starting over. There's a lot of people viewing tonight that probably feel that way. I can never do anything because I didn't come from that same kind of legacy. Yeah, it's interesting, man. I thought that same thing when Victoria was talking because, you know, I feel very blessed because I had parents that spoke faith into me, that that loved me, that loved God, that honored, honored God. But I realized not everybody has that. Some people, you know, meet them all the time. I'm, I'm sure you do too, that they come from you know, people that they're not necessarily proud of. They love their parents, but there's other things. But I think my my encouragement to you would be that you can be the one to start the new legacy. Yeah. I mean, you're not hearing this by accident. You could be the one to, to break the addiction or to, to rise higher, whatever held your family down. You know, you you can, God's having you hear this so you can... You know, you can make some changes, you know. I I think a lot of times, Matt, we we hear about a generational curse, but we can start a generational blessing. I believe that's what God wants us to do, and you know, we, we, we love those that have gone before us, but I don't believe we're supposed to stay there. And I think sometimes we can, we can let those thoughts play, or especially people that, don't, that weren't raised with people that, that push them forward to say, like you said, you know, I'm not talented. I, I didn't have what you have, Joel. I didn't have somebody speaking faith into me. But nothing that you're facing is a surprise to God. Mm. God has already equipped you and empowered you. And again, I believe the reason you're hearing this is that you can faith can be ignited in your heart so you can say, you know what, I'm the one to rise higher. I am going to start a new legacy. I am going to speak faith into my children. I am going to break this addiction. You can be the one to set a new standard. And so that would be my encouragement is to don't get stuck in the past. Say, you know what, I I will be the the John Osteen in my family that can speak faith into others.
2: Yeah. In fact, that's what your father did, actually. Joel's father was the first one in his family to to know Christ and accept Christ into his life. And he made a decision right then that he was going to raise his children and he was going to represent Christ. So, you know, it takes faith. It takes determination because sometimes we, we're we plowing the field and we don't always feel like it's changing. Mm-hmm. But you got to know in your heart of hearts that you're making a difference and your life has value and it has purpose. And, you know, I can hear some people out there saying, well, I am the only one in my family who believes. Wow. You know, and, and I've got all these other unbelievers around me. And it's hard. Well, I would encourage them to keep plowing. You know, the best way to show Christ and to leave a legacy is to leave a legacy of love. And I think you can't change people, but you can let God change them. Mm. You sow the seed you know, just let your love water the seed, and God will bring the increase. But I would just encourage people, don't give up. Know that your life has value. God's got you here for a purpose and a reason, and that you are making a difference.
1: I know. Can I say one more thing, Matt and Lori, too, (laughs) is some people are are raised in a limited environment. So, So my dad grew up during the Great Depression back in the 30s. His parents were cotton farmers, and during the Great Depression, they lost all their money when the banks closed. And so my dad, they didn't have money growing up for hardly to have enough food. He could never drink a full glass of milk and just, you know, just very extreme poverty. And at 17 years old, nobody in his family, like Victoria said, knew the Lord. But a friend of his in high school had been witnessing to him and just encouraging him. And you know that was so far to far out to my dad because there was just no history of faith. But my dad was walking home from a nightclub at two o'clock in the morning, 17 years old, and he felt God drawing him. He didn't even know what it was. He walked into the to the living room that night, and they did have a family Bible. You know, they may have prayed at Christmas or something, but there was no faith in there. But he opened the Bible and it fell open to a picture of Jesus standing at a door and knocking. And it said, if anyone, um, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone opens the door, I'll come in. Well my dad didn't know anything about religion, but he did know something about opening a door. And so that next morning, he called his friend. They went to church. His friend walked down the aisle and he gave his life to Christ, the first one in his family. And what's interesting is, Seventeen years old, God put a dream in my heart that, that day that my dad would be a pastor one day to thousands of people. And back in the 30s, there wasn't a, church of, a thousand, you know, church of thousands, but he knew he was supposed to do that. But here's the point I wanted to get to. His parents were great people. They loved God. But they said, you know, basically, John, you can't be a pastor. You don't know how to do anything but pick cotton. He told him he was going to go and, you know, start a church somewhere or go out and start ministering. But they loved him, but they tried to keep him in that same environment. Mm -hmm. At 17 years old, my dad hitchhiked, and he went out and started preaching in the senior citizens' homes and on the street corners and things like that. And, of course, he honored and respected his parents, but if he had let that limited, if he had stayed in that limited environment, I wouldn't be where I am today. Lakewood wouldn't be here. And I think sometimes... Our environment is limiting us. And people, people love us, you know, people that are around you may, may love you, and it's always good to honor and respect them. But sometimes God's going to put something in your heart where you have to take a step of faith. Yeah. Where you have to say, you know what, they're telling me not to, but God, I believe you determine my destiny. And so my dad broke out of the mold. Mm-hmm. Even later in life, when he was pastoring Lakewood, or when before he pastored Lakewood, you know, he was pastoring a denominational church. And the same thing, it's a, it's a longer story, but my dad took a step of faith and Started Lakewood. And I think sometime to really leave that legacy, you have to have a, a holy boldness. You have to be willing to take some risk. When you know God's put something deep down in your heart, don't let people talk you out of it. Don't let doubt talk you out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, don't let circumstances talk you out of it. Take that step of faith, and I believe you'll see God open doors that you never dreamed would open, and you can leave a legacy of faith, something far greater than you've ever imagined. Yeah. Was there ever a time that you just said, I can't do this? I think there was times I felt that way, but I have a, a determination in me to kind of let that, let that stir me to do it. But there were times I thought, I don't know what I can say this week, you know, especially early on because, you know, it was, I look back now and, and realize God gives you grace for every season. Yeah. I was telling my kids the other day. When I look back, I think, how did I preach those first six months? Mm. I didn't know how long to make a message. I didn't know how to make a message. Mm-hmm. But there were times I thought, I don't know what to say this week. There's times I'd, I'd sit there and write for eight hours and I'd get one paragraph. And I thought, man, it's going to take me seven years to get one sermon. <laughs> but you know what? You just keep pushing through it. And yeah. I, think, I think those are all testing times and proving times. And God saying in a sense, you know, how bad do you want it? Are you going to stick with it? And so even I was talking earlier about, The first 12, 13 years of Lakewood, it started with 90 people. It it had less than 200 people 12 years later. Mm. It didn't grow. And my dad was a great minister. He's a great pastor and he could preach great sermons. But sometimes you're doing the right thing and you're not seeing growth. Mm. Maybe the wrong thing's happening. You think, man, I need to do something different. Or God, your blessing isn't on this. But when you know it's what God put in your heart, you just got to keep doing it. You just got to keep being faithful and mm-hmm. don't compare to somebody else or don't let your thoughts talk you out of it. Because let me tell you, you'll come into a time where. In 1972, it was like God opened a door and people came, started coming from Lakewood all over the place, all over the city. I believe you'll come into those times where you'll hit a, a moment, a destiny moment where God will open up new doors and you'll see growth that will make up for all that time that you feel like you're falling behind. Mm-hmm. Listen, one touch of God's favor can yep. put you 50 years down the road. Yep. Yeah. So You keep being faithful, yeah. and I think, you know, what's important is, you know, sometimes You know, especially at the office, you know, you think, well, nobody's giving me credit and everybody's, you know, people leaving me out, they're playing politics. But you've got to realize you are not working under people, you're working under God. Promotion doesn't come from people, it comes from the Lord. And I've learned this, when it's your time to be promoted, all the forces of darkness cannot stop what God has in store for you.
0: That was Joel and Victoria Osteen, and you can find it on YouTube if you search under Joel Osteen take the risk in starting your legacy. Praise on TBN. You can also find out more information at joelostein.com as well as tbn.org. Hope you have a wonderful day today and that you don't shrink back, but you live the 320 life that God has called you to live in Him. Have a great day. God bless.